Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Daily.com. That's right, the Who That Daily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, Who That Daily.com is your site. The Who That Daily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Check out the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the pro shops the link is in the description section below and remember it helps the platform continue to grow check out the pro shop and who that too and gold family man we in this thing sports coma thursday stream what's popping big ups to the great tank 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 and like i've been saying for some time now welcome 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 you're now rocking with the sports coma with big q and the guys where we have intense entertaining educating and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports family I'm Big Q in the building. Much love to the great Saint Tank Tank. Much love to the Who That Nation, the Black and Gold Nation, the best in the business, baby. What's popping? What's happening? What's snapping? What's going on with your fam? Hope y'all having a terrific week. It's been an excellent week going down, man. Much love to the fam. Appreciate each and every last one of y'all for being in the live stream on this episode of the show. Took a few days off. We back at it. Much love to the TSC. TSC Q&A Live family, uh, Patreon champions, the YouTube membership champions as well. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all for being on that uh, edition of TSC Q&A Live. 
Uh, much love to the fam. Appreciate each and every last one of you for being in the stream. Uncle Paul is in the building. Elite. Brother Torres Shepard Sr. Kai, the greats in the building. What's up, Kai? Keelan's in the building. What's up, pimp? Scoob, Scoob's in the building. What's happening, pimping? What it do? What's going on? Pimping. What's up, fam? Brother Donovan is in there. What's up, Brother Donovan? How you doing, fam? Good to see y'all, man. Uh, Brandon's in the building as well. Much love. Uh, big ups to the rest of the fam. Josh Goat 23, Joshua Hoover's in the building. Mask Up Podcast is in the building. Much love, fam. Appreciate you. Gabriel Thomas. What's up, Muse, baby? Who that to you? Good to see Muse, the queens in the building. Brian Pearson, much love, fam. Appreciate you, Brian. Who that, Dana? What's popping, fam? What's happening with you? All right, much love to the rest of the fam. Big ups to everybody. It's Poppy 504 in the building. As well, Brother Doug. What's up, Brother Doug? Good to see you in the chat, fam. Much love to you as well. Josh in his bag. What's up, Josh? Who that to you, fam? Sen uh, sensational gent. What's up, fam? Much love. Big Ant and the rest of the fam. Ken Rasa is in the building. What's up, Troll? Trolls in the building. Saints Pales Nation is in the building as well. Much love to the fam. Appreciate each and every last one of y'all. What's up, Jasper? Gundam is in the building. Yen, what's up, fam? Appreciate you as well big ups to the whole fam man I haven't seen y'all most well some of you for a few days man was uh putting it all together <laughs> you know how you get get to working and get to moving and everything uh and the rest of the fam appreciate y'all please feel free to hit upon the like button fam what's up Darone? big ups to your fam appreciate you being in there as well so much love to the fam hit the like button fam upon entry please hit the like button if you're not a subscriber smash on the subscribe button fam Enjoying the sports coma, the great Saint Dank Tank, the realest in the business. We got you, baby. Ramsey, what's happening, fam? Yeah, I know, fam. It's been a few days, you know. Uh, but big ups to the fam, man. We covered a few things on TSC Q&A live stream uh, the other day. And we talked about the Jarvis Landry, uh, you know, uh, visit, you know, as well. And some of you guys probably heard about that. And, of course, the Saints are tied up into rumors circulating around Debo Samuels, which... Um, I don't know if they're founded or not, but it's just rumors at this point as the saints have money, you know, it's two guys that they're looking at two former LSU guys that can be big additions to the squad. Uh, whether that's uh Tyron Matthew or Jarvis Landry, there's no way the saints will reach at Jarvis Landry at 20 million. That is not going to happen. You know, 20 million, nobody going to give him that. He was lucky to get the fourth. I ain't going to say lucky, but 14, 15, the Browns was paying them. Thought, they thought it was too much. But being that he missed some games last year, and Jarvis Landry is really good. And he's he had a 55, I think, 54, 55 catches last year uh, for the Browns, which is more than any wide receiver that we had uh, playing uh, last year. Brian says, why don't we trade for, uh, for that guy from the Niners and give him a two-year, $16 million deal and $3 million guarantee? What does the family think about that? Now, from what I'm hearing from Debo, and we'll cover some of that, there's an article that I'm going to read uh, from uh, Canal Street Chronicles. They did a really good job on an article there, and I'm going to showcase it tonight. But that's one of the things that they made mention of is the fact that the Saints uh, should make a move. And what would a trade look like for, said Debo Samuel from the 49ers? There are a lot of really good wide receivers right now that's up in arms about their current deals. You know, and, and of course, Christian's, uh, Christian Kirk's contract with Jacksonville didn't help. And then, of course, when you've seen uh, – the wide receiver from Buffalo get paid, man. Stephon Diggs, that just, 
that just took the roof off that extension that he got uh, just really just got everybody going, you know, but if you think about it this year, and I talked about this on the show, you've never seen such an influx of talented wide receivers in the NFL making the jump from one team to another. I mean, some of the best in the business switching teams right now. You've seen Tyreek Hill go to Miami, got a massive contract from the Dolphins and kind of flipped them upside down. They got an infusion of really good, talented players right there. The Dolphins, depending on what the coaching situation looks like, the Dolphins could be something, uh, you know, to challenge those Buffalo Bills this upcoming season. You've seen what happened with Devontae uh, uh, Adams, who was traded from the Packers to the Raiders and got a big fat contract. You've seen that happen. And you've even seen other players move that were pretty good. Didn't Robert Woods get traded too, fam? Remind me in the chat, or was I uh, tripping on that? I think, didn't Robert Woods, the former 49, I mean, a uh, Ram wide receiver end up getting traded? Devontae Parker, the former uh, wide receiver for the Dolphins, got traded to the Patriots. I mean, these are really good wide receivers, if you think about it. And now three more wide receivers, and we covered it on the show, are, are saying, listen, we want more, we want better deals. And these are guys that were second round wide receivers who want first grade, you know, money, which is, is uh, depending on who it is. Now, A.J. Brown from the Titans is there, Debo Samuel. And what was the other guy, man, that was up in the mixture? Oh, yeah, Terry McLaurin uh, from the Washington Commanders. He wants to get broke off, too. So, man, I, this is ter terrific terrific all these great wide receivers moving around several in trade discussions and Saints still ain't got one yet baby now we did resign Trey Quan Smith Michael Thomas is back healthy according to reports 100% we'll see what he looks like after that layoff and then of course you want to be able to see if you can match and get a guy uh, to come in here if it, it don't have to be Jarvis Landry the Saints do have the money they can make a deal with Jarvis Landry and bring him here which would be smart because it definitely improves your wide receiver room and you can still add young talent via the draft as well to kind of help impact that thing even further. Saints could still do that. But outside of that, baby, you know, it's just really uh, awesome to see this this infusion of talent wide receivers just moving all the way around and the Saints trying to get in that mix, trying to get them a little something. Remember the Saints had a little uh, a little uh, uh, courting with, uh, with uh, Scantlin that didn't go well as he was taken by the Chiefs. And, man, let me tell you something. There's still some good wide receivers up there. Like Jarvis is probably the be the biggest name that's remaining in the wide receiver free agent market. But there are other good wide receivers that you can give a chance to. Guys like D.D. Westbrook, the guys like uh, Keelan Cole. Those are really good wide receivers that don't have the big name, but they got the speed. They got the experience. They can come on here and kind of help you out. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how it all goes because – I don't think the trade situation is over with. I don't think most of these teams are going to trade these fantastic wide receivers. But then again, you never know uh, what could happen between here and the draft. You know, you never know. A team could be like, okay, you want this guy? Because we're not going to pay him. So here, give me a first round pick or two or a second round pick with a first or whatever. And let me get that guy out you. Here, you can have him. And then I'll just pick talent from this draft, which is a deep wide receiver pool. And we'll just reset this thing and do it all over again, depending on what your economic situation is. So Saints are in a good uh, position and in terms of looking to acquire talent in, in the draft. I just wish they would get a proven veteran at the right price. That's the thing as well. So much love to the fam. Appreciate each and every last one of y'all for being in the building. Uh, big ups to you. Uh, let's see, Brother Jerry. Uh, what's up, Brother Jerry? Who that to your fam? Good to see you in the chat as well. 
Uh, who else I'm missing there? Uh, what's up, AJ? Who that to you, fam? Appreciate you. Much love, brother Barry. Who that to you, John Thompson? Who that to you as well? Yeah, yeah, smoke Juana. Who that to you as well, fam? Appreciate you as well. Much love to the fam, man. See, I see y'all in there. But yeah, this is a part of it, man. But in this show, I'm not gonna hold y'all uh very long on the Thursday stream, fam. I'm just talking at you. Uh, and we'll go over a few things. I got the Mach 9 draft that we came up with without any quarterbacks. A lot of people say, Q, what, you know, what about a quarterback? I just think that, you know, the Saints, it could, it's going to be a quarterback involved. You guys tell me, put in the comment section what you think about that. It should be a quarterback. I think it's a quarterback involved. Kid Reese, what's up, fam? Big ups to you. Big ups to my boy, Reg. From UPS watching as well. Much love to brother Reg. He joined the family as well. Big ups fam. Appreciate you, my brother. Who that tell you? So this is the main thing though, fam. When I'm looking at the Saints, and we do we went over the depth chart and everything, man. We went over the depth chart and looked at it in a quarterback position right now with Jameis on for two years. You're right. The Saints could, and many of the family was saying Cuba don't need no quarterback right now. You're right, they don't. But if there are guys that the Saints are interested in that they like. They are guys in this draft that the Saints really like. Uh, Pickett from Pitt, they, that's a guy that they like. They also like Malik Willis, too. They also like Sam Howell. Now, of the two, the three mentioned, which one falls to 16 that you think the Saints might make a move on? If Malik Willis is dead, do the Saints pass him up? You know, that'll be hard-pressed to say, but it depends on where he falls on their big board because they're going to mark them players down on that board. And they're going to pick, and sometimes teams pick according to the draft board, the ranking they have on the individual draft boards, according to their scouts. When the time comes, baby, all my scouts come into the room, and they put down and they rank these players on that draft board, and they say, look, these are the guys, based on our research that we looked at, these are the guys we like. We think this, this, that, and the third, and they rank those guys. And then if that guy is available, the Saints snatch him. That's one of the things Coach Payton was saying about Cesar Ruiz, that they had him high on their draft board. Now, people say, well, Q, that's some bull crap. Well, you know, but Cesar Ruiz put the film on. He was a good center at Michigan. He was. He, I don't think he was the best center uh, in the draft that year. There, I think they had a couple of centers that were better than him talent-wise. But Coach Payton seen him as a guy and said, you know what? We like that guy, man. And we think that this guy will be somebody that can help us out. So we got that, man. We got it, baby. We got it. So anyway... We're going we're gonna to do, I'm going to go over my Mach 9 draft. We're going to cover, re kind of go over the Jarvis Landry sc story that broke a couple of days ago. We'll play the Ian Rappaport uh, interview uh, with him talking about it as well and with his thought processes on it between it. Like he mentioned, it was a filling out process between the Saints and the uh, Jarvis Landry. Uh, nobody's in the rush to get going, but he did mention a time frame. And it's synonymous. I think the same thing could happen with Tyron Matthew that you've been sitting out here all this time and people are, you know, have interest. Some people showing interest in them. Some have money, some don't. Then you look at the saints who do kit that do, do have a position form. But the reality is you look at the depth charts, you can see that if the saints don't get Tyron Matthew and he goes somewhere else, you know, who gets in that safety position, it's going to be Chauncey Gardner Johnson. They ain't put Roby on that contract. They could have traded Roby or cut Roby and got him up out of here. The Saints re-up this contract, and they see a position for Roby. Is this the year where Chauncey jumps to safety? Back there with Marcus Mays. Is this is the year? Hmm? If Tyron Matthew don't come, that could be an indicator. That's what he was talking about when he said, the Saints don't need me. <laughs> oh, but we do need you, fam. We want you to be here because you're a playmaker and you help the Saints 
our defense uh, reach epic levels, man, on the back end. But anyway, we also need some wide receiver help as well. But anyway, we're going to get into that. So big ups to the fam. Hit the like button. If you're coming in, please feel free to hit the like button. Thank you. I see you, Brock. Brock says we don't need a QB. What's up, brother Eric? I see you, brother. Much love, brother Eric. What's up, L? He said drafting a QB is a waste of pick. I hear you. A lot of people feel that way. We got Jameis. We got Andy Dalton. Got Jameis on two years. Dalton on one deal, one year. And Book, Book is Peyton's pick. He might not be Dennis Allen's pick. Dennis wants his own quarterback. Is that quarterback in his draft? Rumor said he is. That could be smoke. Could be smoked while the Saints accumulated and got an extra uh, pick for a quarterback. Rumors say it was for a quarterback to get the wide receiver and the quarterback. That's what the rumors are. Is it smoke? You'll learn in a little bit. <laughs> we got a little bit to go before you'll find out if it was smoke or not. So don't be fussing and shit if them people pick a quarterback. You know, all the way, all the time, the Saints always get up there high and get a player that you don't approve of. <laughs> So take your blood pressure medicine. Don't be getting up there, getting upset. Bro, thank you, Brother Dequan uh, Bendov. Much love to Brother Dequan uh, for being uh, welcome to be in that Pro Star 1. Thank you, Brother Dequan. I appreciate you for joining the Pro Stars and welcome uh, to the fam, man. Thank you for that, bro, for doing that. Uh, what's up, Tron? Who that to your fam? Appreciate Brother Tron for stopping by. Much love to your fam. Uh, fam. Appreciate you. And once, a thing, once again, Brother Dequan, thank you for your, for your uh, membership at the Pro Star level. And the rest of the fam, like I said, this is going to be an interesting season. We got a, a, a little bit to go before we get to the draft. The Pelicans are running, man. But listen, I ain't going to talk about Pelicans. This is the Saints show. <laughs> All right. So anyway, much love to the fam. We're going to jump up. What's up, Tim? Who that to your fam? Appreciate you uh, as well for being here. Much love to you as well. And Scoob, we know. Scoob, thank you for your membership for 25 months. My fam, appreciate you. Says, Q, if Coach Richard. Had his way, we would make a play for Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, yes, Kyle Hamilton is fantastic, but he's not getting out the top 10. I'll be really surprised if Kyle Hamilton gets out of the top 10. He is, he's not going to make it out of the top 10. So he's saying make a play means package picks to move up to get one player as a two. Uh, I, I hear you on that. And they got some good safeties that the Saints could get in the first round, but you know, Right now, and that's why I was looking for him to kind of get a veteran wide receiver and then one in and then get out your wide receiver in the draft and to kind of build a wide receiver room that way, then add some more talent with the offensive line. And then you can make a, a case for the Saints at linebacker if Quan Alexander's not re-signed. If somebody signed him away, remember the report the other day that the Jets had interest in Quan Alexander. He's a big part of what you do. If uh, uh, Pete Werner had a fantastic season last year, but he missed some time. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy, a part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. Demario is the Iron Man, but if 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 Warner has issues injury wise next year, where do you go? Is Zach Bowen the dude? Is this the year the Saints say, you know what? Let's let Zach Bowen see what he can do. He had he came out the gates last year looking not doing so bad. He trained out with the Watts, TJ and JJ, and he came into the season looking good, healthy, reading well. It was just Warner just did a lot better than him. Warner just took it past him. Because he's a natural inside linebacker. He got those instincts. And and even though you could say that Bowen is more athletically gifted than a Warner per se, but Warner has football instincts, man. And he has intelligence. He's fundamental. It'll be difficult for him to push past my thing. Warner to improve himself, but Bowen is a guy that hadn't. But the Saints hadn't used, used Bowen in a capacity where he could have been a linebacker and then used him to rush the passer at times. We didn't. We didn't do that. And that, that, and that was the thing I was waiting to see. It's like, could we do that? Could we see what Zach Bowen looks like as a pass rusher in certain packages? Maybe this is the year they do it. But then again, they're so heavy loaded with the defensive linemen and defensive ends. It's ridiculous. They are loaded up with the with the safeties, loaded up with the defensive linemen. Maybe in the draft, the Saints reach the one. And if you watch my draft, I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. So anyway, much love to the fam. I appreciate you guys for being here. And I appreciate the membership there. Let me hit the uh, share button with you guys, and let's get this thing crackalate, man. Let's get All right, we start off with this one here. And, of course, this is from uh, Bleacher Report. It says Jarvis Landry rumors. Now, this is kind of a couple of days ago when he came here and visit, visited the Saints, and he did on Wednesday, did visit the Black and Gold. And according to what they're saying, there's no recent reports out on it or how the visit did, uh, but uh, it was just, according to Rappaport, a filling out session. So let me gear up Rappaport and you can hear from the horse's mouth. Here we go. Yeah, and I think this makes a lot of sense. You know, right when uh, it became clear that Jarvis Landry was going to be available, the Saints popped up as a potential destination. They got some studs at receiver. Michael Thomas, pretty good football player, assuming he's healthy, which it sounds like he is. But they do need a slot receiver. They do have some money for it. And this would, this would of course, fill in a, a big-time hole before the draft. The only issue here to me, we'll see what happens at the end of the day, but it seems to me more like research and due diligence for the Saints as opposed to something imminent. Could happen, never say never, anytime a player is on a visit, is always worth monitoring, but Landry is likely going to decide between the Saints and the Cleveland Browns. I'm not so sure this happens until after the draft uh, or really maybe right, right before. So it doesn't seem like anything's imminent today, but obviously an important and big visit for Jarvis Landry nonetheless. All right, so yeah, and I think this was, makes a lot of sense. Ian Rappaport talking about it, and what's what's interesting is he said two teams. He said the Saints and the Browns, right? So if it's the Saints and the Browns, it's 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 more than likely, and we're talking money. We're talking money here. He's not going to get twenty million from the team he just left that got rid of him, and they were paying him fourteen, fifteen. So obviously, cooler heads have prevailed in in, in a fashion that hasn't been reported upon for him to be looking at the saints. We all know that that won't be something that they do. They won't give up 20 million for this guy. That's just a, a pipe dream. 
But if it's between the Saints and the Browns, he goes back to the Browns. You think he goes back to the Browns at 14, 15 million? Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. So if it's between the Saints and the Browns, depending on what the pack, what the deal is, what the money looks like, because I, you know, the way he got out of there, he was kind of pissed at him. But then again, the decision between the two going back up there with to play with Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Hmm, I don't know. You got a need for Jarvis Landry here. Even if you move him in the slot, you can move him around. There's ways that you can do this thing. And also, you had a speedy wide receiver that has a slick route running ability and the ability to kind of break open the defense, get behind them. It could, it could make the Saints a very interesting team. So Saints have, they're in a very unique position right now. And I mean, I'm going to tell you something. This would be awesome to get Jarvis Landry. And uh, the timetable is between now, uh, uh, Ian Rappaport reported, possibly before the draft or, you know, after the draft. But if you, if I'm an agent and I, and Jarvis Landry or Tyron Matthew is my, my clients, I would be trying to get those guys deals before the draft, because the, once the draft happens, those guys are going to, you know, they're going to draft those guys and that need goes down. And even though they, none of those guys would equate to what Tyron Matthew is or Jarvis Landry currently, but, the teams will be filling needs with the draft, which means that money goes down. You got to pay the picks and they're going to add a few guys in the undrafted sector. So the money goes down. Now ain't a lot of money, but still in all the money goes down. So if I'm here and I'm saying, if it's free agency, we still in the crutch of free agency right now on the back end of it, right before the draft, you will want to get signed before the draft comes along. At least that way, these teams have as much money as they have. Cause once the draft occurs, people's money is going to drop a bit. And then, of course, the demand for you will still be there. But monetarily speaking, the money will dwindle down as well. So if you if money is a factor besides the winning, then you would be in your best interest to sign a deal prior to the draft is what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying? So, I mean, outside of that, Brian says Jarvis Landry for 20 million was not. Nah, it's absolutely no. We're not going to no. He's not going to get 20 million. The Browns are not going to give him 20 million dollars. <laughs> It's a pipe dream. He's smoking dope. But at the end of the day, somebody must have threw some water in his face and said, bro, you was making 15 at Cleveland and there's only two teams with interest right now that want you that's willing to play pay you. I could say north of 10 million a year for a guy like Jarvis Landry. But you think the Saints are going to pay Jarvis Landry 14, 15 million dollars a year. Y'all tell me what I said. No. I mean, you looking at what, 10 million? P possibly the Saints can get them and the Saints will have a way where they can give them. 10 million, uh, I would say eight, you know, eight or nine million. But if they give them 10 million and then the Saints could be able to give them a, a, a two year deal and then tack on four, uh, uh, four phantom years on the contract and spread the money out. That's how Mickey Loomis does it. But absolutely not. Jarvis Landry is not going to get 14, 15 million from the Cleveland Browns or from the Saints for that matter. It's just not going to happen, fam. It's not. If he hadn't gotten that money so f right now, if he hadn't gotten the the, the 20 million at this point in time, he won't ever get it. Now I'll tell you who gets 20 million when it come time, guys like DK Metcalf, when his contract comes through, he going to become, he is a guy. DK Metcalf is a guy that are getting off the $20 million. We talking about 23, $24 million a year for DK Metcalf when he becomes a free agent, or if the, the Seattle Seahawks decide to keep him there, that's the cost. He's going to be looking at 20, 23, $24 million. That's what DK Metcalf's going to look at. And that's what you're looking at. Anyway, let's bounce and flip to another wide receiver position. 
And this is coming from Canal Street Chronicles by Lucas Lafredo. Did a really good job on this. Shout out to you, Lucas. He says, what would a Debo Samuel trade package look like? And of course, all of the rumor mills about uh, the Saints are on the potential list for Debo Samuel. And he's a hell of a player, but he wants big paper too. And I don't think this is something that the Saints want to get in, into unless it's, it's feasible. Not all pro receivers reportedly request a trade from the Niners. Could the Saints make a call? The Saints could gesture and find out what they want. Now, with the news of wide receiver Debo Samuel reportedly requesting a trade from the Niners, I thought right now would be a perfect time to come up with a hypothetical trade package in which New Orleans could acquire Samuel. Now, Jeff Darlington broke the news. I just spoke with wide receiver Debo Samuel. He told me that he has asked the 49ers to trade him. He did not want to discuss the specific reasons behind his request, but he has indeed left the 49ers, let the 49ers know his desire to leave the organization more to come. So this is official. Jeff Darlington, uh, I don't know if he's still with NFL.com, but that's where he came from. Obviously upset about the contract, the fact that they're not interested in doing a contract with Debo Samuel. My understanding is this is Debo's final year. He's a, two, a second round draft pick wide receiver. They got several of them in the NFL that's doing the same thing. All this spurred by the uh, the uh, uh, extension of um, of uh, the wide receiver from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, his name escaped me right now. Y'all put it in the chat. I, I can see his face up there because I can see him burning the hell out of Saints secondary when we play him. And I, I really don't want to call his name out, but y'all know who I'm talking to. The obvious uh, starting point for a player like Samuel would be a first rounder. So let's start there, being that the Saints have two of them. The 49ers would want to pick 16th uh, uh, first. So let's look at it. The 49ers want, to, want to, the 16th pick rather than picking at the 19th pick. So let's give it to them. Now, from here, I, I look back at the Tyreek Hill trade. Uh, and see how much Miami included in their deal. The two players are somewhat comparable as far as their utilization within an offense and the amount of productivity they bring, which means it is likely that the 49ers will ask for similar compensation for Samuel to be moved. Now, this is this this is this compilation. Saints picks the 16th first round pick, the 49th pick, which is the second, and the, the fifth pick, the 161st for Debo Samuel. Do y'all like that? So you give up a first and second and a fifth to get him, and then once you get him, you got to pay him. Stephon Diggs, there you go. See, I just, I knew that in my head. I just was forgetting about it because all the stuff in Saints, Lord, y'all get the idea. But Saints, uh, according to the writer, 16th, which is the first round pick, one of our first, and you still retain the 19th pick, uh, our second round pick and 161 for Debo Samuel. That's just to get him from the 49ers, then you have to pay him. So I don't think it'd be hard to acquire Debo Samuel if you're interested, but then what does the contract look like to pay the guy? What does the contract look like? That's my sticking point. Now you give up those picks, but what the contract look like? And Debo wants to get paid. Scoob says, hell, it, well, yeah, it, a lot of people don't like it. That's, that is expensive. Yeah, that's the 504 hot boy said, that's expensive, man. Tedra says he don't want to be used as a running back no more, which is still, he still want to be paid like he do. Sank's not going to do it. Okay. Thank you for that, Tedra. All right. And, and, and this is the point, you know, we'll see, but the, let's finish up the article here. The Dolphins gave up picks 29th picks 29th, which is the first and the second, along with a fourth round of this year, next year, an additional six, uh, six next year with the Saints already giving up 16th. I believe giving up the second and the fifth round pick would be enough to unload Samuel. It would place the 49ers in perfect position to upgrade at receiver 
in the first round and even in the second round if they wanted to. The Saints also don't have the luxury to give up further compensation in future drafts either, which makes the best offer the team can make. The also, well, the writer's not com com compulating the uh, Sean Payton card, which once Sean Payton gets back into coaching, the Saints will get multiple first round and second round picks and possible money uh, to get uh, to get draft picks. And I think that's part of the Saints. Matter of fact, I know it's a part of the Saints philosophy when they're doing all these this movement in the draft. And the fact that they got the extra first round pick is because they really like two quarterbacks in particular for those spots. Now, whether those quarterbacks be there when it's time to go, we'll see. But Dennis Allen has said, and word on the street is Dennis Allen likes two quarterbacks a lot at those at that those the first round picks, and if they're there, you probably take them. Somebody mentioned Big Sean, uh, Big Jordan Davis, the big defensive tackle out of Georgia. Don't have a problem with him, not at all. If he's there, I say you take him as well. Would not be mad at Jordan Davis' move because he would fit perfectly in the interior of the Saints' defensive line for years to come. Wide receiver and defensive line, interior defensive lineman of Jordan Davis there makes a lot of sense to me. So I, I absolutely like that, and I've seen several mock drafts with that in mind, and I actually, I will, I definitely co-sign on that. Now, it's very unlikely the Saints will be interested in making this move, not because Debo Samuel's ability, but for the fact that he would come with a twenty-five-plus million-dollar contract that the team likely will not pay. Of course, anything is possible in this league, but I would not expect any of this sort of uh, sort the way things stand today with the team. No, Samuel is a talent, but that is that is too expensive. And of course, the hard thing is not getting Debo Samuel. That's not the point. The hard thing is not getting Debo Samuel. The hard thing is paying Debo Samuel. You know, he's looking for north of 20 million a season. All of those receivers we spoke about are will they get it? Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be hard pressed for Debo Samuel to get $20 million from the 49ers. They'll trade him before they pay him, in my opinion. You ask a 49er guy, it just makes sense as a Saints guy for them not to do it. It's not like like we made the points about Michael Thomas and the type of stuff he was doing where he's putting up these astronomical numbers and the Saints wanted to retain him. But at the end of the day, Debo Samuel, to me, a good talented wide receiver. I just I don't I just think the biggest part of this is not the trade. It's the fact that you got to pay him 20 million and the Saints ain't going to do that shit, man. They, <laughs> they, they're not going to do that, man. Not for Debo Samuel. Now, there's trade rumors circulating around DK Metcalf. <laughs> That's a different argument. All right. Thank you, Hoodie. He says, uh, what's up, Big Q? He asked this question on my channel. A lot of people love it. So I had to ask you and want you to ask your crowd the same. If you could choose, who would you want back in the black and gold? Jarvis or, or Tyron? Uh, Matthew. Oh, man. Good question, Hoodie. Thank you for that, fam. And also appreciate you for the super chat, fam. Much love, brother Hoodie. Um, I, what I would say, that's a tough one, man. That's a toughie, man. Because Jarvis Landry fits a need for the Saints. You can bring him on the wide. He, uh, he definitely elevates the wide receiver room. See, this is how I rationalize shit. Uh, I, I like Jarvis Landry because he does. he brings something extra to the Saints wide receiver room. You know, he brings that insurance policy that uh, Mike and Mike, you know, is not quite where he is. He can also steady the room. He catches everything you throw to him. He's slick route runner, not the fastest guy in the world, but shifty. Uh, and then, of course, Tyron Matthew, which I would love to see Tyron Matthew in the black and gold. But the truth is, I, I know this sounds weird. We really he's more of a luxury right now because they say, well, how is that cute? Because 
if if the Saints don't bring him, word on the streets, Chauncey Gordon Johnson could be playing safety real soon. Guess who's up for a contract extension? Chauncey Gardner Johnson. The Saints will feel better than that could factor in the fact that how why they didn't sign Marcus Williams. We asked that before. Will you pay Marcus Williams before you pay Chauncey Gardner Johnson? Obviously, the Saints said, uh-uh. It won't happen. So I would have to say between the two, I would go with Jarvis. Out of needs, strictly out of need, because we we definitely could use a veteran wide receiver to steady the rum and upgrade it. Because I think our offense needs more help than our defense right now. And even if we didn't, and Tyron Matthew alluded to this when he said the Saints don't need me. Remember he said that? What did he mean by that? Who who was there that he seen would play in the safety position that he is when Marcus Williams left? Mark Malcolm Jenkins retired. Why would he say that after the fact? Because he knows what the Saints are going to do. He knows that the Saints are going to have an opportunity to move Chauncey Gardner-Johnson at safety, which is why Roby was re-signed to occupy possibly at the nickel position. So this could be factored in there, but I see Jarvis. Thank you for the uh, super chat, Hood. Appreciate you, bro. All right, free game. Thank you, bro. He said Debo Samuel was overweight and had had a gut. <laughs> oh, he bad built. Okay, I got you. All right, thank you, free game. I appreciate you, fam. All right. So anyway, that's the, nerd, the word on the Debo Samuel thing, fam. And uh, let's move on. 504 Cole, what's up, fam? I uh, says, Big Q, ain't nothing wrong with a little luxury. <laughs> Hell, if I could, I'd take both of them. But I was put in, I'm I'm put in a position where, you know, if, if the question was asked, who would you take? It's one or the other. So me, I'm looking at my offense saying, man, my defense is in, is in better shape than my offense right now. I remember last year, Defense was kicking offense ass all in practice. You go, I went down to the training camp and seen the defense was dope, just manhandling the offense, pushing them guys around, making interceptions. They were just playing on a higher level than our offense. And you've seen during the season that the defense would take over games. One in particular was the 49ers matchup when the defense shut the, the I mean, not the 49ers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers matchup when they blank, when the defense literally turned the faucet off on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay offense, they couldn't do nothing. Unfortunately, they need to cut our offense. So I would look at, I'm looking, I was like, damn, our offense needs a lot of help. Hopefully they can use the draft to kind of, ex, you know, to add that talent, wide receiver, running back, uh, some some help on the offensive line, possibly a, a tight end. And now I was looking at Kyle Rudolph to come in and kind of steady the room. Uh, Jawan Johnson's a, a name that people having confidence with. Maybe he can develop a little bit. Does Adam Troutman take the step up behind Taysom Hill? So many questions circulating around the Saints offense. It's crazy. Jameis is back, but he's coming off a major injury. Uh, the running back room. You got Elvin Kamara with a court date on the 25th. You're going to need help there. You got wide receiver. Mike Thomas is back, but he's coming off two years of a uh, two-year layoff. How does he look? You're going to need some insurance there. And we got a bunch of young guys that are good, but, you know, you need some more help to the wide receiver room. Tight end room, you need help there. Offensive line-wise, you got some flux there on the offense with Tyron going. And then you got Ryan Ramchick, who, you know, who plays where, uh, situating that. And the Saints need depth, you know, behind those guys. So what do you do that? So as you can see, the Saints, every room on the offense needs help. So that's why I said Jarvis over Tyron. But uh, appreciate it. And I hear your free game on the gut, uh, on them uh, having the gut and being bad build. I got you, bro. Thank you. All right. So uh, what's up, Big Daddy Francis? Uh, much love, fam. Appreciate you, man, for being here. Who that to you as well? All right. Nola Balls. I see you, fam. Big ups to you. All right. Appreciate you, fam. Darkness, what's happening? 
All right, so uh, what's up, brother? Tyrone. Tyrone's in the building as well. Much love, fam. Appreciate you as well. All right, so anyway, let's keep it going, man. We're going to move on to the to the draft now. And this is the Mach 9 draft, fam. And I'm going to do this draft and then we're going to be out. All right, let me get that. Uh, where the heck is it? There it is. All right, this is Mach 9, fam. This is the Mach 9 draft, as you can see, ninth version TSC draft for the upcoming year. You see, uh, my draft has I start off pretty. It, all drafts start off with a wide receiver because that, to me, is the need. That is definitely a need that we we, we most certainly uh, should have. Wide receiver Chris Olivi ties to the Saints, mentored by Mike Thomas. Uh, he seems to be, if he's there, the Saints are going to take him with that 16th pick. You know, they really like this guy. Uh, Dennis Allen knows that uh, Mike Thomas likes him. It could definitely instant um, chemistry between the two. They're both Ohio State products. And uh, Chris Olavey, one of the things, the weaknesses in his game is that he has to get a little stronger, and I think he will. He'll come in there, hit the iron, and he'll have that speed, that slickness, and he'll he'll definitely develop. And, and, and also gives uh, our new wide receiver coach an opportunity to have a slick wide receiver to add to the to the fold to help out. My other 19 pick, as you can see, no quarterbacks in this one, was Bernhard Raymond from Central Michigan. Now, I've talked a lot about Bernhard uh, Raymond a lot in the in the prior drafts about him. He's listed as the fourth, the fifth bit, the best offensive lineman or tackle in the game. Some see him as high as fourth or three. I've seen somebody seen him as high as the third best. You know, he comes from a small college, but he's a big talent. And uh, he has a fantastic way of, and an attitude and a mean streak about him. Uh, he has some stuff that he need to clean up with footwork issues, and but it's minor stuff that I think that with a coach like Doug Marone can get him in shape. Now, wide receiver is, is an obvious fit. We need help there. The offensive line, in my opinion, we definitely need uh, some help at the offensive line. And it'll create a bookend with Ramchek and Brayman. And that'll be the Saints could be able to kind of build around that thing. And, of course, you know, with McCoy, as our center, McCoy contract is coming up too. So you're going to have to pay McCoy and C.D. Deuce. Uh, that's kind of solidified the line. But it gives the Saints a young offensive tackle that can be there for the next 10 years. And then in the second round pick, I go after the draft's second best running back, in my opinion, Kenneth Walker the third out of Michigan State. You put the tape on, they ain't like the pick right there, but I love the pick. Mich uh, Kenneth Walker the third from Michigan, you put the tape on, he's about 5'9", five, 5'10", five, speedster inside and out, has a power game to him, catches the ball out the backfield as well. He, has a, he does a good job of blocking and doing what you want a running back to do. And the reason why I put him there, now of course you could have took a running back a little further down, They'll have a guys like Brian Rogers and a few other guys, but uh, Kendrick Walker the third is a quality running back. You can bring him in there; he can make things happen. I could have waited Dam maybe to the third or fourth round and took Damian Pierce, who they like. But Walker to to me is better than Pierce. He's a guy that can do a little bit of everything uh, for you, and to get him in the second round is a is a pickup. Because listen, Elvin Kamara, we don't know what's gonna go with on him with the with the twenty fifth uh, circulating, and I, I just. Don't know what to tell you on that. That's coming up real soon. Matter of fact, next week, we'll know what's going on at Elvin Kamara's trial. Uh, and once that's done, his trial is over with and, it's, it's, and, and disciplines is issued. The, the uh, Roger Goodell would then issue his discipline. Perhaps the Saints do too. You know, so this will be reason why Kenneth Walker would be somebody you want to kind of rely upon. Me personally, I wanted the Saints to reach at um, Marlon Mack, the fantastic former Indianapolis cult running back. But guess what happened? 
the Tennessee Titans got him for $2 million. That's right. $2 million is all they paid to get the services of Marlon Mack. That could have been a real big move for the Saints. But anyway, if they go with Kenneth Walker, the third wouldn't be a bad situation to give him a, a good running back for years to come. The third round, I took Romeo Dubs. If you put Dubs tape on, he's a guy with track and field experience. He's six foot two, got a lot of speed. He played in that Nevada, that uh, Raider offense, and fast wide receiver, long wide receiver, can make catches and stretch the field. So you get Chris Olavey, you add Romeo Dubs to it uh, as well in the third round. He gives you value there. So two really young wide receivers with speed that can catch elevates, elevates the wide receiver room. Uh, for the black and gold. So you can see the first four picks, the 16, the 19th, the 49, and the, the 98th. I want to say that is. Each one of these picks are offensive because I see like the Saints offense, they need to have value there. And no big boy, uh, Jordan Davis was not available. The The Eagles got Jordan Davis before the Chris Olavey pick. For those who want to know, QS Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis was taken by the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm telling y'all, uh, that's a spot where he could end up going because of the fact that the Eagles re-signed Fletcher Cox to a cheap deal. They cut him, then signed him, signed him back on a cheap deal. He at the end of his career. So having a guy like Jordan Davis there makes sense for them picking him to help build a defensive line. So, I mean, he was going right before the Chris Olavey pick for those who want to know about that. But four wide four offensive picks for, for the Saints, is, is is a good move in my opinion. Olivia and Dubs gives value to the wide receiver. They had speed and in, 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 in size because Olivia's, what, six uh, six feet tall? And Dubs is 6'2". Kenneth Walker is 5'9", 5'10", and Bernard uh, Raymond's for the offensive line is like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, Big guy. And then, of course, in the fourth round, we get defensive, baby, by adding some help. Remember, Damone Clark from LSU, fantastic linebacker with speed and hitting ability, really smart and intelligent player, made a lot of plays for LSU last year. Uh, he would be a fantastic addition to the Saints young linebacker core behind Demario Davis, behind a Peyton Turner, behind those guys. You And you look behind them. If something happens to a Pete Warner and the Saints don't sign Quan Alexander, who's, you know, who's being looked at by the Jets and they give him a deal, where do the Saints go with linebackers behind those guys? We, I talked about Zach Bond. That's Cade Nellis right there, who's mostly special teams. So maybe it's time for the Saints to look at having a little linebacker there to kind of learn the position underneath while, you know, Demario Davis getting a little over. You had Damone Clark in there, and he definitely helps out the linebacker room. With the fifth round pick, I took Eric Johnson, a big defensive interior tackle from Missouri State. If you put the film on, they gave me a D-plus for that one. The hell with them. You put the film on Eric Johnson, and, and the Saints actually talked to Eric Johnson from Missouri State. They actually were scouting this guy. Eric Johnson, put, go watch the film on his brother. This dude has a nonstop motor. He's very strong. Uh, he's a bit, I ain't going to say he's not raw because uh, that's the wrong term from him, but a few more fundamental shifts and changes like Ryan Nielsen gets his hands on this guy. It's going to be impactful. He has the ability to play inside. And outside, he's a nonstop motor, super, he's strong as hell and always pouring and causing problems in the, in the uh, offensive line. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. 
If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 Film Collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So, you know, you put the film on Watchman, he can be a really good addition for the team. And remember, despite the fact the Saints have a lot of defensive additions, remember, Injuries really injuries took their toll. C-19 took their toll. That's all coming back again for this upcoming year. They're not really talking about it right now, but I'm telling you it's coming back again. They're going to have some difficulties there, and having good, good young offensive linemen on contracts could really help. And besides, like I said before, uh, guys like Tanu Passanio, guys like Shai Tuttle, and even uh, David Onyemata are all on one-year deals. So having Eric Johnson on the rookie contract could help. And then finally, in the sixth round, I got Steven Sterling Weatherford, a safety, a hard-hitting safety out of Miami of Ohio. Not much on the feeds, speed factor, but it's a special team guy that can help you out in that regard. Hoodie says, uh, how can he say, ask about a collab? You and me on channel is, okay, Hoodie, I'm going to let you know, fam. Just email me. I'm kind of busy right now, but we'll see how we can do, my friend. Uh, uh, email me. All right, so thank you for your super chat, though. Uh, but outside of that, this is a mock number nine, fam, Chris Olavey. Bernhard Raymond with the tackle position, Kenneth Walker, the third Romeo dubs, Damone Clark, Eric Johnson and Sterling weather for soul. I got four uh, offensive pieces straight off the board, then three defensive guys to help out at every level of the defense on the defensive line, linebacker and the secondary to help out. So uh, kind of a balanced draft and most people are like it because guess what? You ain't got no damn quarterback. Yeah, but they said that Kelt Kelt said he got some health issues, Q. But then they say that about I'm not going to even say it about the former LSU guy that that fell. They, they say the same damn thing, man. Every year, 
They say some of the LSU linebackers have that have uh, health issues. Scoop says Werner will replace Demario, but who gonna replace? I, I know that's what I'm saying, and it could be a possibility where the Saints could reach up. Now I put Clark at at in the fourth round. It, don't be surprised if the Saints reach at somebody in the third that they see that's going to be available. Might see a linebacker there. You know, you never know how that's going to shake. Uh, Ster- <laughs> Tim says Sterling Weatherford sounds like new plumbing fixtures. <laughs> he do? Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, that's the draft right there, fam. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about that thing. A lot of people be happy because they ain't have no goddamn quarterbacks in it. So, you know, a lot of people upset they don't want to see no quarterbacks in there. But I'm just going to tell you straight off top, don't be getting upset and take your blood pressure pills because I'm going to keep it real with you. you know, I, the Saints might just get a quarterback in this draft. They might just. Now, J- James is looking good on his rehab, but you got to remember, man, when you're dealing with the black and gold, man, all things are possible. You know, so remember, and big ups to JT. Last year, JT said them people going to take a, a center. And that's sure enough what they did. <laughs> so if JT watching the show, JT, who the hell the Saints going to take with the first round pick? If he said a punt, I said, man, you need to stop it, man. <laughs> we got Will Lutz. We know Will Lutz and uh, and uh, Gillikin Island. We don't need that. We don't need nobody else. All right. Uh, Kevin says Lloyd would be a perfect Quan replacement. Quan ain't going nowhere yet. He ain't going to, and he's talking to the Jets. He's talking to the Jets. And uh, dude, and, and the thing is, the Saints need to give him a deal. You know, he had a cheap deal the first time around. They gave him $3 million last year. And I understand he's looking for a multiple-year deal. A two-year deal will help. Quan Alexander, that's cheap money for a, a guy, a starter. You're paying a starting-level linebacker $3 million last year. You're paying, what, a two-year deal at, what, six and a half, seven million for Quan Alexander? You know, he the defense, imagine what the defense look if Alexander's not there. He's one of those people that gets lost in the sauce. We talk about DeMario, you talk about Cam, you talk about these other players, you know, the Marshawn Lattimore's, and, and they deserve it. But Quan Alexander's a guy that the Saints really need in their defense. And if he goes elsewhere, you're going to have to look for somebody else to fill it, fill it. But for $3 million a year or two years at seven million dollars that's cheap money to pay at 3.5 that's a year that's cheap money to pay for a quality starting level linebacker like Quan alexander who's just a perfect fit for your defense right off the top you know i would assign him before i, I signed a keith washington i mean not keith why well, keep saying keith Dwayne washington i would have signed him before i gave any money to any of the rest of these special teams guys no disrespect all because of the importance of Quan alexander that guy, you got the money. You need to sign him and add him to your team right away. Get Quan Alexander back. Give him a multi-year deal. He deserved it. But anyway, fam, that's going to do it for the show, man. I appreciate each one of you guys for uh, chiming on this thing. Brother Joseph uh, uh, Francis says, hey, Big Q, I think the Saints going to going Jameis Williamson from Alabama with the 16th and Cross at 19. Okay, okay. That well crosses if he's there. That's the thing. Will Cross be there at 19? I don't think Cross makes it to 19. That's my thing. That's a good player. I don't think he makes it to 19, though. That's the issue. I don't even think Cross makes it to 16. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, um, Jameson Williams, a lot of people like Jameson Williams, but did a lot of people factor in the fact that he won't be ready for training camp. And you're going to have to wait for him 
in into the season? Are you willing to do that? And you got a wide receiver that's coming off that's not hadn't played in a couple years. So you're gonna have the so the Saints gonna spend a first round draft pick. And granted, you wouldn't have him there if he wasn't hurt. If he was hurt, you would. If he wasn't hurt, you wouldn't have Jamison Williams there. He'd been gone number one overall. He'd been going. He'd be the first wide receiver taken in the draft. The fact that you have to wait to see him because of injury on your team is the reason why he's going to be available in the middle of the first round. That's a that's a far fall for him to happen. Very expensive injury that he has, but eventually he will make it out of that thing. But do you, are you as patient to wait for Jamison Williams? Are you patient knowing that you have Mike Thomas and you didn't bring anybody else in? You know, and then a lot of people say wide receiver and wide receiver. That's saying they go do that. <laughs> you got two first round draft picks and both of them going to be wide receivers. No, 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 no. I don't think that's going to happen. I'd be, I, I, that I have to check my watch and pinch myself. I might be living in the time in the, in the, in the twilight zone. If I wake up and seeing that shit happen. All right, but yeah, but the, the question I ask to you guys are: Are you going to be patient enough to wait for Jamison Williams until he gets back, possibly at the start of the regular season or in the middle of it? Are you going to be patient enough to wait for him? That's the whole other thing. And the Saints didn't do themselves a favor by signing uh, any other wide receivers to pair with Mike Thomas. They're counting pretty much on the draft unless something happens with Jarvis Landry. You can be a little bit patient, but. Whoever they take with them first round picks has to be there, right? They have to be there and available to be able to make an impact in the Saints offense straight away. You know, is are the family members going to be patient enough to wait for Jamison Williams to rehab and come back? That's the question. That's why I see a lot of people going with Chris Olavey over Jamison Williams because of that fact. You know, me personally, I, I do like Jamison Williams. I like him, but a guy I keep telling y'all about is Jahan Dotson. I like Dotson a lot. I'm not going to even lie to you. I like him a lot. I'll put the film on. He's super quick, fast. But them under five, them under six feet guys, they don't get no love like that. They don't get no love. They only get love after they get in the league and start tearing everybody up. And then they won't say, oh, that guy good. That guy been good, man. <laughs> that goddamn guy been good. But anyway, we'll see where all of them fall, man, at the end of the day. 504 Coach say, I'm patient, <laughs> especially if we can get – if that yes, you're going to be patient because if you get Jarvis, you wouldn't be saying, okay, the pressure is still on the young wide receiver room that we have to do something about it. KT say like Trey Burks at 19. Burks ain't a bad move, man. I just – you know, we'll see. All right. All right. Thank you, Hoodie. <laughs> get my $5 super chat. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Hoodie. Appreciate you, buddy. All right. But like I said, fam, thank you. Uh, but like I was saying, outside of that, are you going to be patient? But I, like my, my boy Hoodie, he did his mock draft. And Hoodie was saying about that, uh, about the mock that he took two wide receivers. I don't think it's going to happen, but it was a nice way of doing it because the way he did it was he took wide receiver, two wide receivers. One of them was Jamison Williams. The other guy was there, and you could be patient to wait for Jamison when he comes back later on. A lot of people not going to want to wait. That's the question because they've been waiting and impatiently for over, for two something years for Mike Thomas. So you know, like <laughs> if they have Mike Thomas and they might they might have not use all their patient stamina waiting for a wide receiver to come back. You see what I'm saying? We'll see how it all goes, man. At the end of the day, but yeah, 
who knows prior to the draft is Jarvis Landry think could be something Rappaport said it's between two teams it's either the Browns or the Saints I don't think we've been here before <laughs> haven't we been here before with some other guy picking between two I don't know much love to you hoodie thank you bro all right so much love to the fam man appreciate y'all but yeah we'll see how it, yeah yeah Millie says uh John Mitchie who's also rehabbing he's also rehabbing from injury as well to come back there but uh it's re the reality is 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 interesting man to see those guys yeah trey burks i see i see you miller too uh and, and yeah and kt says yeah that that's that, that he likes uh trey burks there i got you bro these are good wide receivers we'll see who the saints fancy though man all right let me see i'm gonna get one more a couple of more in there and we're gonna bang what's up uncle paulie all right, Demi. What's up, Demi, baby? Hopefully, she said, I hope we don't draft another player who is injured. See, that's see the family members, they done had their feel with taking injured players, talented or not. You know, talented or not, if he's injured and you would not get a shot at Jamison Williams in the middle of the draft if he wasn't injured, he'd be gone in the top 10. So that's the conundrum that you face. A lot of people, and I'm saying, it's all it's the Saints. If they pick in tonight, if the draft was tonight and the Saints was on the clock, I'm telling you, and they want they wanted a wide receiver, it would be Chris Olave. It would be Olave. It would be Chris Olave. And then the 19 pick, I don't think it's going to be a wide receiver. It could be a you know, depending who's there. I don't think it's going to be another wide receiver, man. That that would be too scary for the Saints to line up and get two uh two of the best wide receivers they can get. At 16 and 19. I just don't see them happen. 16, yes. 19, no. And then that might be something depending on who goes there. But I think Chris Olave is the is gonna be the pick for the Saints. It's too much pipeline connecting the two together. And then it's the relationship between Mike Thomas and this kid and the Saints. And they and Dennis Allen. Remember Dennis Allen went out there to meet with him and talk to him? You think Dennis Allen, after all that courting, and I would love to play for the Saints, you hear Chris Olave talking and Mike Thomas talking, and then Dennis Allen turn around and go pick somebody else. <laughs> You talking about who would be a pissed off say that wouldn't be looking too good for Dennis Allen and Mike Thomas. Now, wouldn't it be? So I'm I'm thinking it's going to be a levy, man. We could be wrong, but we'll see, man. We're going to see the draft will be coming up in a little bit. So that what's up, confidence? Who that to you, fam? Solo the pro uh, cut King says Dotson. Yeah, I know. I like Dotson. A lot of people not keen on Dotson, man. Put the tape on. Go study him, man. But the, that boy there is something phenomenal. If he was 6'1", he'd be the best wide receiver in the draft. I'm telling you. He fast, you know, he got big play. The, uh, he a five, what, 5'11", five dude? Is he 5'10", five, 5'11", five, somewhere in that range? But he don't play like that. You know, he got, he play, he like a, he played with big heart and big, like Steve Smith. I'm not saying he is Steve Smith, but the mentality that he have is almost like Steve Smith, that great Carolina Panther wide receiver from many moons ago. And any other tough wide receiver that's less than six feet tall that play with a chip on his shoulder. Watch out for that kid, man. Watch out. All right. So anyway, uh, Big Daddy Francis, if the Saints pick uh, Chris O at 16, don't be surprised. I wouldn't be mad. No, I'm not mad at it. If they take the big guy, the big defensive tackle from Georgia, man, I ain't mad at that at all. I, I would actually welcome that. But the Saints, uh, you know, we'll see what they do. They got another man at the helm now. We'll see. And yet, yeah, what if Dennis Allen picks uh, London Bomb? <laughs> Then I think you'll have a problem with the uh, with the Saints. Uh, what that means that spells trouble for uh, Cesar Ruiz. If if that's the case, man, we'll see. We'll see, man. But 
I wasn't mad at the Saints building up the lines. Yeah, you need good offensive line play. Uh, Gidry, bro, Gidry Boys 81 says, Devin Lloyd, what you think? Ah, Lloyd's not a bad pick. I don't know if I would go, you know, that high with him. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm not mad at the pick at him. I don't know if he, I don't think at 16 or 19, they're going to probably make that move. The 19 pick, we'll see. I still, something tell me it's a quarterback. It might be a quarterback depending on who falls there. You know, I'm telling you, the Saints are not going to let Malik Willis get past them, fam. I'm just, that's just what I'm hearing. We'll see, though, because shit changed, you know. Derek, I said, what up, QB? Remember, we draft Russell, uh, extra band was injured, and we still draft Norm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But injuries, that's the thing, though. People, a lot of the family members are tired of taking draft, drafting players that are hurt. Remember, we did that with Davenport. We drafted Marcus Davenport hurt. He was hurt when the Saints drafted him. He walked up there with that Aaron Neville earring in his ear and, and stood up there with that jersey. And then the next day, he was having surgery on his hand or his thumb or one of that. I was like, man, they drafted this goddamn guy hurt. You don't go there the next day and say, oh, shit, I got an injury. You ain't touched the field. Nah, you, uh, you already had a problem. You had a problem. You know, you had a problem. They drafted a guy who was hurt, and he's been hurt ever since. <laughs> Shit, we've been battling injuries since uh since he was drafted. We still ain't get to see what Davenport looked like fully without any injury. And this is final year coming up here. Damn, that's how fast time get past you, ain't you? Ain't it? But we've drafted players before, and that's why the Saints, a lot of the family members are tired of drafting uh injured players. That's why Jameis, that's why I'm in my mind saying Jameis, Jameson Williams is a good player, but I just don't think that he'll be the pick for us. I just that's just what I, I we'll see. You're a good wide receiver when he's healthy. You wouldn't be able to get him at 16 if he wasn't injured because of the injury that happened in that bowl game. But, man, you know, I just don't see we having the patience to stand with Jamison Williams while, he's, while he rehabs. And you got Michael Thomas, who you haven't seen in a while. And the Saints ain't, dra- they ain't signing their wide receivers to steady the run. They just brought Traquan Smith back in and said, here you go. Get buck on this. Get happy. Play it. Hey, Q, go ahead on and play the uh, I'm back music for Traquan Smith. And I played it. <laughs> and we had a mighty laugh, didn't we? 
Uh, what's up, Clint? Who that to you, fam? Yeah, yeah, Five Four. You remember he stood up there with that Aaron Neville hanging cross earring? Remember I told you that? That's the power of the hanging cross. Remember I, we talked about that years ago? That you got to be damn good to wear that hanging cross earring. See, I'm noticing that. I noticed that Lawrence Taylor had it. Aaron Neville, he's a hell of a singer. Who else? It, Mr. T had the hanging cross. See what I'm saying? You know, it might, the power must have shot past him. <laughs> Damn it, boy. He couldn't harness the power of the hanging cross earring. Tyreek Hill wears the hanging cross earring. Uh, DK Metcalf wears it. You see what I'm saying? They wear, they wear the hair and they wear it in the right ear. It's something about that. I'm telling you that. Because that's an old school look. And you see him hanging it, wearing it. That, 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 that. You remember, uh, what's his name? Uh, You got to have faith. The faith. He was wearing hanging cross hit ring. And he was a hell of a singer. What's his name? I forgot the man's name. Uh, Y'all know. The power of the hanging cross hit ring. I'm telling you, fam. Derek says, let's trade Ruiz to Houston for some chips and gumbo. <laughs> First of all, I ain't trading him to Houston for gumbo, man. If you... If, they they probably if it ain't New Orleans people out there making a the gumbo, they can keep it. <laughs> I don't want no gumbo from Houston, you know. Now I went, I tried out uh, what's it called, Papa Do's. Am I saying that right? Help me out, uh, tragic uh, family members from the Houston area. Is it Papa Do's? Is that the Creole? Because the dude came from his family came from New Orleans and went out there and started a restaurant and it became big. It's called Papa Do's. I went up there and ate some gumbo, and I was like, yeah. You know, uh, I don't know. You know, see, you know what I'm because it takes certain ingredients to make that gumbo. You gotta know how to cook. You gotta know how to make that gumbo. That gumbo, you know, what I'm saying, you got to get the roux right. It's all about the roux, baby. And you can't burn the roux. You know, you burn the roux, you mess up the whole damn gumbo. Listen to me now. Listen to me now. There you go. There you go, Professor uh, George Michael. There you go. You got to have faith, the faith, the faith. <laughs> Yeah, that goddamn hanging cross earring. They had several of them, y'all. The Papa Do's. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go, Sean. What's up, baby? Yeah, Papa Do's. That's right, Papa Do's. That, that's it. I went out there, I had some Papa Do's, and I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, uh, you put me in the. It, it, it's like because New Orleans, baby. New Orleans, the food, man. It's the culture is knowing how to mix them spices. And I know people from different areas cook certain ways, but it's a unique mix of different cultures that came together to create what you got there. And then it's involved in the, just the way of life and all up in the cooking. You see, knowing how to create it's It's like, it's like food magic. You'd be able to create and take spices and you open my cupboards and look inside. There, I got spices, all kinds of spices going on up in there. You see what I'm saying? You got to know how to mix them spices together, baby. And that's how you create food magic. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it, man. When I'm cooking, man, you, you know, I'm telling you, I come from a family. Mom's drawing down, pops drawing down. My grandpa was a cooking army. He was cooking up the, my mom, grandma, she was cooking up the cornbread and the cooking up the, uh, you know, all of the stewed chicken and all of the good country dishes and mixing the gumbo and they would make gumbo on certain occasions because it's expensive to make gumbo because it take all this other stuff to make it gumbo is expensive to make man but boy when you get it together baby it is magic when you do it right baby let me tell you something all right but yeah yes yeah, sean say the red beans is trash yeah it's you know uh you know it's like you know where you got to go to get them red beans baby 
But anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the Saints, man. Yeah, that's right. That's right, bro. I said Creole season. Let me tell you something, man. You know what you're talking about, baby. This is all about the season. It's like certain places that's out there away from the area, the region, they don't have access to the same spices, so they have to make substitutions, and you can taste it in the food, baby. Trust me. When you go down there, and it's, it's a difference, baby. Let me tell you something. When you go out there and they're missing certain spices, they got to replace them with some other stuff because it's not to that area. Baby, forget about it, baby. I know I know who that guy said, yeah, it ain't the same cue. I know, you know, you know, you know. All right, yeah, yeah, school said he's a spice guy too. So you got to open that cupboard up. You see all kind of spices in there, baby. You see all kind of stuff going on now. Then now it's time to cook, and my boys be watching me. They be seeing I got all the spices out, baby. I'm mixing the mat. I'm over here with a cauldron around here, man. I'm mixing magic, baby. I'm making magic, food magic, baby. Making it happen. All right, so anyway, fam, <laughs> I don't make myself hungry. All right, so with that being said, fam, I'm going to pop out on that. Much love to the fam. Yeah, you got to coordinate. <laughs> got to coordinate. All right, so with that being said, I'm going to pop out on that. Listen, man, I appreciate y'all spending time with me on today. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see what time. It might be a little early in preparation of the Pelicans matchup. That's tomorrow. It'll be pale weekend, fam, to be honest with you. The Pelicans play Friday, then Sunday. So it'll be an interesting Pel playoff Pelican weekend. It's going to be fire. Might be coming at you a little earlier tomorrow. We'll see how it all goes before the game. And we're going to rep that thing. So with it being said, man. I'm going to pop out on that. I love y'all. Keep y'all heads up. Much love to the YouTube membership family, the Patreon champion. And if you guys want to be able to uh, help out the platform via the Pro Shop, check it out. We got the Pro Shop, the Pale Shop. New designs are available in both shops right now. Matter of fact, let me see if I can share the screen with the family members. So they as well at the Pro Shop fam. And of course, you get 25, uh, 20% off. When you sign up for the pro shop and there are many different designs that we release. I don't know how many of them. We just released a bunch of bunch of collections, man, uh, for the Pelican stuff as well. With uh, Magnum BI part two, part one, the Zion won't back down, ever get gear, uh, Grand Theft, Elvarado, Straight Jacket, Jones. That's for the Pelican stuff. And of course, for the Saints content, man, a bunch of new designs we just released as well. Got more on the way as well, as you can see. The Jameson Williams Faith jersey is available. I mean, uh, 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 gear is available. Hold on, let me see if I can get the, the gear up for you, fam. But the Jameson collection is available. And like I said, it's a collection. It's Jameis Williams pointing up to the sky, and he has Faith below him. Faith, baby. Faith comes in all kind of colors. As you can see, it comes in all the way up to 5X Superman size. And it comes in many different colors. And you get 20% off with the purchase at the Pro Shop. This a new Jameis Jabu Faith jerseys, baby. They're in the building. At the Pro Shop, hit the links below. And also there is the Trust the Dentist. And Kevin was hating on the Trust the Dentist gear. But it's all right. He don't trust the dentist. But we trust him. We're going to have to trust the dentist. <laughs> you ain't got no choice, Kevin. You ain't got no damn choice. You better trust him. But anyway, let, let me see if I can find the Trust the Dentist get as well let me see and that one that was released right around the same time so it's not just t-shirts or whatnot fam it's a whole collection of things it's posters it's all kind of stuff man it's water bottles it's all kind of stuff you see smartphones iphone cases mouse my uh mouse pads it's all kind of stuff man and this is the trust the dentist gear that's available as you can see 
and it comes in all type of colors, sizes as well. The trusted dentist and several different sizes. You can see for 5X on, they're all kind of colors. So remember, if you go to the pro shop and check that out, you'd be helping out the platform and then you'd be looking good, baby. You'd be looking good representing the black and gold, baby. We got some more designs coming out soon too. It's around our design time and the designers are cutting up, man. They got some more hat designs coming out. Baby, we got the hats coming up for you, baby. And other stuff as well. So feel free to check out the pro shop. Go there and check it out with a purchase. You get 20% on sign up. Uh, knocked off on the gear. We also offer uh, interest payments. Like if you hurting, you, they'll cut the payments up for y'all that's going on. So there ain't no reason why not to support the pro shop. With that being said, I'm going to holler at y'all later, man. Look for the links in the description section below to, to check out that gear from the pro shop. And remember, when you buy something, man, take a picture of it. Send it to me at the PRO Media Network at gmail.com. And I'll post that thing on our community section and, and let the family know how good you're looking in your gear. So with that being said, I'm going to chap out on that. I love y'all. Keep y'all heads up. And I'm going to holler at you later. Who that to you? Yeah. Well, all right. Like you always say. Welcome, like, welcome, welcome. Number one sports talking deed. Uh, we ain't like the Falcons. We won't blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that? Uh, who got cut and who back? Uh, Rookies in the vents. Uh, players you should look at. Yeah. It's the sports coma. You don't want to miss it. Got the pre-game, party, post-game statistics. Get a visit for Sway. Maybe DC or five. It's the hottest thing smoking. Big Q in the guys. Go to YouTube live. Make sure you subscribe. In the views inside the Saints locker room high. Talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach, Peyton. New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we bleed gold and black. Ain't a miracle or rivalry could ever hold us back. No. Quake, Bounty Gate, let the truth be told. It's the sports coma. All we know is say Super Bowl. Yeah. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Who that say they gonna beat them? Say? Who that? Who that? Who that say they gonna beat them? Say? Who that? Who that? Who that say? for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. 
Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.